Welcome to Let's Get Information. My name is Alexa Silvaggio, and this, my friends, is a podcast for seekers, entrepreneurs, spirit junkies, and wellness lovers of all kinds. Each week, we'll be offering you inspiration, education, and co-creation that will help you cultivate an epic life. So let's dig deep, lift up, and thrive through these personal stories, tips, how-tos, and most importantly, great, rich truth. Hello, gorgeous souls. This episode of Let's Get Information podcast is brought to you by The Travel Yogi. If you want adventure, if you want retreats, if you want yoga, if you want travel, if you want to see the world and to eat good food and to experience all that life has to offer you, which believe me, if you're listening to this podcast, I think you're into that sort of thing, then please go to thetravelyogi.com to book your next retreat today. Uh, I actually have two retreats coming up. One of them is December 28th through January 4th. Yes, over New Year's intention setting magic. That's going to be in Panama. And then next May, May 11th through the 18th, I'm going to Peru. And uh, I think you should come. So yeah, come get information with me there. But also it's time to get information. All right, my love. Thank you so much, Sadie, for coming on Let's Get Information podcast. You are a goddess of love. (laughs) It's my absolute pleasure. I'm going to just be looking you up on Instagram so I can visualize your face as we talk. I know. I do kind of wish that we were doing like a face-to-face moment because I actually really adore you. So that would be same. Thank you, doll. So I've been a huge, huge fan. Anyone who follows me on Instagram, um, you know that I'm obsessed with 305 Fitness, like like totally obsessed. Um, and for those of you who are just tuning in, um, Sadie is the founder of this amazing company. Sadie, can you tell us a little bit about what you do, about who you are and what your jam is? Yes. So I started 305 Fitness. 305 is really at its core. It's a dance cardio workout with a live DJ. So it's a really fun party workout, but we're really on a mission to turn working out that can be so boring. You know, we can really associate exercise with purging and with punishing ourselves. And the whole mission of 305 is to make exercise a tool for empowerment, for connecting with yourself, for feeling good, not feeling bad. So that's what our classes are all about. It's really about pumping people up, spreading a message of positivity, joy, self-expression, creativity. You know, it's really for people who you really, really don't need to be a dancer. I just happen to love dance because I think it's such a great way to connect with your body and feel good and feel silly at the same time and not take yourself so seriously. So that's what 305 is. And I I started it right out of college. So it's been about six and a half years. Damn girl. Yes. We have locations in New York, Boston, and DC, and we have a little pop-up in LA. Which is... My favorite thing to do. <laughs> um, yeah, super legit. And, you know, I think that that's probably a huge reason that I connect to what you do and what you've created is what you have created is undoubtedly an atmosphere for connection to self, but in like a really sexy, fun, 
fabulous way. And I think that that's so empowering because it's so true. It's like so many of us, I know that I've struggled with eating disorders for most of my life and, and exercise very much was a purge. It was like punishment for what I ate rather than an expression yeah. of self-love or self-care or like joy. Yeah. And, um, it, it, that's just not the situation when I'm taking a 305 class and I, and I can see it in the room that there's a vibration of self-acceptance and like people smiling at themselves in the mirror. Cause it's like, I look fucking dope, you know, like everyone's having yeah. a good time. And not just smiling at themselves, but really smiling at others. I, I love that this class is one where you walk in, you really do walk in as strangers and you leave as friends because you can't possibly be shaking your ass, looking like such a silly person for an hour and not leave the class wanting to turn to that person and say, Oh my God, you killed it. So (laughs) I also love that in this age where we are so digital, I'm, you know, I'm guilty of it too. Waking up with Instagram, going to bed with Instagram, spending my whole life on email that 305 is an hour to to really come together as a community too. Mm. So real girl. So real. And, and thank you for creating that space. Um, what was your major in college? Like what, what did you, what did you study and why, why 305? Well, I studied economics. Um, and a lot of people say, Oh, that must be so great for starting a business, but actually it wasn't, it was really theoretical. A lot of graphs and a lot of micro econ, which is just basically like math. Um, Honestly, I studied econ because I, I studied abroad for a whole year. I, I went to Brown and we had a really loose curriculum. So by the time I came back my senior year, I thought, what is the shortest major requirements that I can still graduate on time? So I picked econ. <laughs> even, even though it was like one of the hardest majors, there's only nine course requirements. And I was like, I'll just take all of them my senior year. Perfect. So that's basically what I did, which was nuts. Hilarious. Um, Everyone I was in school with, everyone in my major, like was definitely, you know, um, ended up being an investment banker or consultant. So it was pretty rare that, that I was an entrepreneur, but why did I start this brand was really, I was teaching these classes in college. These first, it started at Zumba and then it evolved into this other class and this other class. And it really just, just made me live my best life. Like it was really my most fun experience on campus. And I thought, what else could I possibly do with my life that I feel this excited about doing every day? So I decided to just start a business around it. God, thank you for being one of those humans that actually does like seek the joy of their own human experience and doesn't just kind of move into whatever they feel is like condoned, like there is like required of them, not condoned, like required of them and actually showing up in what brought you joy because we just need more people who are joyous. It's so yeah, real. No, for sure. For sure. I think it definitely is, like you said, like the, a good word for it is condone. It's just the path that's accepted and, yeah, you know, we move forward with it because it feels safe. But the thing that really helps me kind of work through, because I was really anxious to start it, especially being like, oh my God, I've never even had a job other than an internship or like hosting at a restaurant. Like, how am I going yeah. like, to learn how to do this? I've, I've never, maybe I was so tempted, like maybe I should go get another job so I could learn. Maybe I should, maybe I should be an investment banker so I can save up a bunch of money and then it won't feel so risky. But yeah, what, what really helps me was feeling like, okay, there's actually no good time to start a business. And right now the risk really is so low and I'll just give it six months and see if it works. And, you know, plus if I go be a banker or a consultant or something else that I was tempted by, I think it only gets harder to walk away because the money just gets better. And then you stop being like someone's bitch and getting coffee and you actually start to like your job a little bit more. So I was like, I don't, I think if I am tempted to do that for two years, it's going to turn into a 10 year thing. And I knew I didn't want that for my life. Yeah. And then you wake up and you're like, oh shit, it's been 10 years and I don't want this. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Completely. completely. What was your, uh, when you were just getting started and, and cultivating this business, which is like 
again, I'm just shook because you were, I mean, you still oh are gosh. so young. So traumatic. Love you. Oh my God. No, just so real. Like literally I'm shook if like you, so you're, you're amazing. Um, when you, when you decided to get going on this, like, how did you find support? Like, what did you, were you like, I'm just going to rent a space and start teaching the class. And then it built, or like, did you, what was your first step? Well, I did a lot of planning for it my senior year of college. So I enrolled in business plan classes. I took accounting. I read a lot of books. So you think I spent a year working on it every day, not full time, but working on it every day, either thinking about the branding and making a logo and all of that stuff kind of came first. But in terms of the real first concrete steps to make this happen, I won a business plan competition my senior year. It was $25,000. Yes. Um, I asked my parents for some money too. So they, they put in about that amount. So I had X Great. amount in my bank account and I said, okay, this is enough that I can live comfortably in New York for a year, still make yeah. about $15,000 worth of mistakes yes. and we'll see what happens. So I get, that's exactly the timeline I gave myself. I gave myself a year. I wow. knew after a year, if we were, if I wasn't making money off of this, at least breaking even, then, then it was probably time to fold. Yeah. Um, and then my real first step when I got to New York was, was to go on Yelp and look up dance studios and gyms and then make a little spreadsheet for myself. And I spent that first summer, the, my first few weeks walking around New York, getting to know it, going to these dance studios, you know, checking out the space, all of that. Wow. Oh my God. Yelp to save the day. Yelp. Um, yes. <laughs> Thank you, Yelp. Um, okay, so talk to me about what you're most excited about creating now. Like, are you just still in, like, obviously you're still in 305 mode, but like anything new, anything exciting that you're working on and cultivating? Oh my gosh, so much. The job really is so creative, which is such a fun part of it, is because, you know, we don't have anyone on the team really who has any experience. We're all very young and we're figuring it out as we go. So part of that just means that when we, see a problem or we have a new goal, we, we come up with a solution. So that's why it feels so creative is even something boring, like coming up with a new payroll spreadsheet. We get to design it. You know, there's no template for it. So it makes it really fun. Um, But what am I working on now? I'm working on a lot of things. I'm, I am always working on the next phase of the business, which means growth, raising money. You know, I'm always doing that. Um, but in the, in the short term, what I'm working on right now are our new studio build outs, decorating like new interiors, managing the budgets for them. And actually we're, we're doing like a little fun rebrand for our logo and our color palette. So I'm having a lot of fun with that these days. Okay. Well, that's amazing. And I obviously have been taking class every week because that's how I do. Um, and I'm, I'm totally digging how, I mean, like for me, cause I'm pretty like seasoned with this stuff. I even like, I do a these days yeah it's like it's like a little bit more broken down which I think like for people who have never danced before or have never taken the class like that's helpful like yeah yogis listeners everybody if you're like I don't dance I don't care like I I don't care yeah like like go take a class like they're gonna break it down you're gonna feel fabulous and if not you're just gonna like make fun of yourself the whole time in the most loving way like don't like check yourself before you wreck yourself and like get into class because seriously not to mention i'll be there so let's meet but like (laughs) honestly like i'm loving it so much and it's so good because i do i see people in there for the first time and they're like oh like let me break down this moment and that feels really good and so i love that you're sensitive to like all types 
people in all types of experiences and all types of bodies. Not to mention the representation of different body types, even in your, um, like in your New York studios, like I've seen like the paintings on the walls have like different shapes of women. And it's just, it's so like accepting and wonderful, which is so my jam. Um, do you have, I feel like you ha- must have like a sensitivity of some kind to like body image stuff and women. Um, if you want to share anything on that, I'd love to hear. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. I know from personal experience, how triggering so many different things can be around food, around body image, around, you know, just maybe being in the wrong environment, being in a class where you feel judged or where you feel competitive with other people instead of feeling like you're in it together. So I really tried in in every, every single way, whether it's like you said, thinking about the artwork that goes to the studios, thinking about who we hire, thinking about the different kinds of apparel and the sizing that we have down to making sure that all of our instructors are trained in treating everybody fairly, equally, you know, if someone really, really large walks into class, we treat them exactly the same way as someone who's really thin. It doesn't actually mean anything about how athletic you are, your body shape. I really do know this. So you can be very large and actually be in excellent shape. And you can also be stick thin and be in terrible, terrible cardio shape. So um, that's just to say, you know, we, we're going to treat someone, we're going to push someone exactly as hard. And, you know, the goal of 305, again, really is just to have fun. So there there really shouldn't be any kind of expectation or pressure on body type in that setting because all people of all different heights, sizes, shapes can have fun, should have fun, deserve to have fun. So my mission is really to create an environment where people don't feel like this isn't exclusive. You have to be part of the club. You have yeah. to have a certain amount of money or look a certain way. Um, yeah, it's just why not? You know, yeah. it, it, a, a real party should be different people. It only makes the conversation better. Yeah, for sure. I'll never forget. I took a class of yours once back in New York. This was like a few years ago when I first started taking. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was so funny because I, I think it was the first class that I ever went to actually. And oh. um, yeah, it was so wild. And it was on 18th street or not 18th street, 8th street, sorry. Um, and I was like walking down the street cause I just finished teaching a private client. It was like a, it was either 7am or 8am. It was early. And I took your class and I say this all the time now in class, because you can totally see it in the room. People are like tired or they're like checked out or whatever the case may be. And I remember you said, on, I don't remember the exact context, but you said, um, you look, I mean, the truth is, is if you're bored, you're boring. So like change the conversation. And so real because like people like like you're saying like the conversation of the party like every, like everyone needs to contribute everyone needs to show up and like there's no one like there's no reason to be bored in a world as beautiful as this if you're like showing up and like getting into it so i know true. that's such a random like memory of your of you but it, it really like changed it changed my point of view and oh, thank you yeah it made me want to show up more wholeheartedly right totally yeah. I've definitely been to a workout class where I just feel like an empty soul. Like my eyes are empty and I'm watching the clock and like, God, does the time pass by six times as slow. So why not just jump into the pool? Like just belly flop right into it and enjoy yourself because you're going to be there for an hour. Flop it up. I love it. (laughs) Um, Okay. So what is, uh, there's like so many things I want to ask you because you're so good. Um, But what would you say? is your biggest achievement so far? Oh gosh. That's really hard to say. I would say, I think overall the biggest achievement of, of 305 and 
And so what I've achieved is just being able to do a lot on a really limited budget. You know, mm-hmm. I think we've made some really smart choices. We really rely on our clients as first and foremost, our evangelists to really spread the word. So we're not doing paid advertising. We don't hire any agencies to like come and swoop in and do rebranding for us. You know, I, I just feel, I know eventually that day will come, but at least at this stage in the business, I'm really trying to myself understand every single aspect of the business. And it's not in a micromanaging way. Like I will say, I'm, I'm pretty hands off and I let people do their thing, but I am very proud that I not only know, really understand our marketing and, and as granular as exactly what our email flow looks like in every email that a customer receives. But I also understand like the back of my hand, all of the financial numbers for the studios, most of our operations, I understand in and out. I, I feel really proud that at the end of the day, I do really get this business and I understand it. And I think that's just been a result of putting my head down, working my ass off because we just haven't had the budget. So yeah. I wanted to take $2 and flip it into 200. And I think I've successfully done that. I'm really proud of that. Girl, you definitely have. And that's super fierce. Um, do you see yourself expanding into any other cities besides the- 100%. Like, Come on. Yes. Okay. Awesome. I think next, next I'm hoping is Chicago, San Francisco. I think those come out around the same time. And I'm hoping like in the next few months we'll launch a pop-up. I think that'd be really fun. Oh my God. That would be amazing. Yeah. No, that would be super amazing. Let me know when you do. I have a lot of yogis in Chicago and in San Francisco. So let's get the word out people. And I should Um, say anyone listening, follow us on Instagram because that's where we put out a lot of our news. Yes. So I love the 305 like logo shirts, all the magic that's makes what sexy. Um, what, what is sexy to you? Makes what sexy is particularly about taking action. So the reason why it's, it's kind of this funny thing. It's like make sweat sexy. It's not like you are sexy when you sweat is because right. at the end of the day, this is a workout class that is about empowering people and letting them define, letting you as the user define what, how you feel, how you want to feel. So it's not about looking sexy. It's not about someone else watching you. It's not about dancing because a man wants you to look sexy for him. It's really about making what you will of it. So whatever you want that to mean is what it means. But to me, makes what sexy is all about that strut, that empowering feeling that, you know, screaming at the top of your lungs in the middle of class. It's, it's everything that's really about taking action. Yes. That's so cool. Yeah. I love it. I've noticed also that just because I stalk you a little bit, (laughs) um, I've noticed also that you are, um, I feel, and I could be totally wrong, maybe just from like social media stuff. Um, but that there's like some political activism, which I of course really appreciate. Um, and just like putting out there what you believe in. And I, first of all, I want to say, I really appreciate that. Um, what do you think, just what do you think the importance of that is for you with your business? Like, how does that kind of totally. Yes. So we have been really outspoken about really just about everything Trump does. We've done everything from openly and honestly supporting as a brand Clinton when she ran, um, to, you know, making like public, statements about how upset we were. I mean, and this was immediately like, this wasn't 
it didn't, it wasn't like a, a meeting of board members where we took a week to decide how we were going to, in a neutral way, talk about how we felt about Trump. Like the yeah. moment he got elected, we wrote a newsletter that was like, fuck this shit. Like, what are we going to do next junkies? Which is what yes. we're people. I love um, it. we've, we've done, um, we've sent out email blasts to invite our clients to come do marches with us. We, um, you know, we've, we've really done everything. We've even like had postcards in the studio to write to Mike Pence. Um, and we, we postmarked them. We have laptops in our studios. If people want to fill out, um, if people want to fill out, Oh, what am I thinking? I'm blanking on the word. Um, Oh, it'll come back to me, but yeah, we've, we've done as much as I think we can with political activism. We saw, we've also raised quite a bit of money for Planned Parenthood, um, for, uh, you know, gun law causes. We recently raised for the innocence project. So we definitely are doing the best that we can again on a limited budget and being in a startup world. And why is it important to me? It's important to me because this whole brand was built by women, by immigrants, by people of color, by gay people. So I just can't fathom a world in which we have bigots in office who are trying to dismantle our every right and make us feel like the objectified essential prisoners that we've been for millennia and support that in any way. And like, why? Because we're scared that five clients who who voted for Trump are no longer going to come to 305. It's like, okay, if if that's how you feel, that's fine. But I, I do think for every one of those people who are turned off by a strong political message, there's a hundred clients who are like, fuck yes, you're speaking on behalf of my feelings. I feel yeah. even more included and empowered in this space. My God, sister, I love your fucking guts. Yeah, no, that's so rad. And I, and I really appreciate it because I look at like my, like one of my is Marianne Williamson. And she always talks about how like, there's nothing spiritual about like being disconnected from your politics. Like, yes, there's nothing like that. Like you, like, like political activism is like a part of, of any spiritual practice, because if you do not care about what's going on outside, like how can you care about what's going on inside? Absolutely. And like, I also think the thing is I didn't create this business because I wanted to make as much money as I could and like squeeze every penny. Right. I, I created this brand because I wanted to have a platform for a voice that I thought was important and was missing, which was a voice of fitness that really spoke to me and my friends, you know, millennial yeah. women. We don't, we don't have anyone even today really speaking to us in this way. We have even brands that are so quote unquote modern that are coming up like right now, they're still talking about beach body and eight weeks till summer and whittling waste and all this bullshit. And right. like, that's why I created this brand was for women to feel like fucking the badasses, the people with voices, to feel like they can scream in a class and make friends and not feel judged. So how are we not going to have a political message to what we do? Amen. I love that. And um, I think, you know, indifference is like tragic. (laughs) It is beyond tragic. You know, being kind of like, eh, whatever about it. Like, speak your truth. Let people be pissed off or let them agree. Yeah, it's all good either yeah. way. It's like show up authentically and like that's the end. So I'm super into it. I'm super into it. Um, so do you uh, like you are obviously an amazing entrepreneur, but you also are like physically beautiful and like very fit and well and bright and um, and joyous. Like, do you have a daily routine that you that's non negotiable? I do not actually. I, I've, that's come and gone. It used to be stretching in the morning. It used to be meditating. It used to be journaling on the way to work. Sure. Um, it's been fluctuating a lot, but I'll tell you one thing I've been doing recently. That's just given me this new boost of energy. 
Yeah. Which is, I know it's like this whole craze intermittent fasting and yeah. it sucked for me for the first week, but I'll say, I just feel, I'm talking to you right now. It's 6 40 PM Eastern time. And normally this would be my time where I'm like, can I just go to bed now? I feel amazing. I really do. So it's um, my new okay. thing. I'm trying 16 hours between dinner and breakfast. I, um, it's working so far just in terms of giving me more energy. Like I just yeah. feel like I'm not having a crash. So that's helped. And I'm always experimenting and trying new things. I think. That's oh my it. God. Okay. That's amazing. No, that's super legit. I, um, you know, what? I've been eating less during the day, like breakfast and then I'll eat something like a protein bar for lunch, which I know is not like a real lunch, but it's like, it's kind of that, like it, I'm not getting full enough to have a crash. So I do mm. the same thing where I don't eat anything else until dinner. And I have to tell you, like, it's been really, really helpful. Yeah. So I get it. I love that. Yeah. I am. Um, I would love to learn more about that intermittent fasting. I really don't know much about it. Um, but I think, you know, if it's, if it's your jam, it's your jam. I'm into it. So Super. far so good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, to each their own, like, why not? Do you, do you dance every day? I don't, I wish I did. I I'm teaching these days just like two or three times a week and I'll take like classes, maybe another two times a week. So I'll get it in five days a week. But, um, pretty damn amazing, pretty damn amazing and pretty fun. But I also like love a day off. I don't even do yoga. I just, I don't know. I just lay down and it feels awesome. No, it's so important to rest and do nothing by the way. So important. And, um, sleep, 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 total sleep. And by the way, like, like 305 is an amazing like dance party, but it's like also really hard, <laughs> like not fit, not hard, like difficult, like hard, like damn, that was, a, that was like a workout. You know what I mean? Like it's it not really for the, it's not necessarily dance. for the league, totally. Totally. you know? So if you're doing that four or five times a week, like that's no joke. That's amazing. Um, what would you say feel, makes you feel like the most connected? Like when do you feel the most connected to yourself, tuned in, turned on, alive in the flow? Uh, you know, it's when I'm teaching, it's when I'm teaching a class that's, that's very high energy, but also when I'm teaching and if I am able to have an interaction, even though it's a really kind of chaotic and high energy class, if I can have a connection with someone in class and I really put my attention on sending them love, like it's a total stranger. A lot of the times it's someone I don't yeah. know that I'm just so focused on like sending them love and really rooting for them and like just rooting for their whole lives. I feel amazing when I have that ah, experience. How beautiful that you are such a sweet empath that way. You're just like, I just want to send out the goodness and that's what gets you connected to you. I love that. I'm that's trying. Beautiful. That's <laughs> super beautiful. What do you, um, what Okay, rephrase. Who growing up, if do you have any like role models that you were like, that's my teacher? Like I like to say that like each of us were teachers for each other, right? Like you're my teacher, my ex-boyfriend is my teacher. Like, do you have any like big teachers in your life that um drove you to do what you're doing now? Mm. I grew up with three older sisters and Damn. they are very complicated women, as is my mom. Yes. They're also very tough women. And mm. While I learned some messed up things from all of them that I had to undo, of course, through the years, yes. like we all do from, yes. from complicated moms and sisters, I also really learned how to be direct, how to advocate for myself, how to be tough, and how to really embody feminine power. You wow. know, they, they taught me that being a female was cool, that it wasn't like, you want to play with the boys, not the girls. So I, I really 
I've always loved being in the company of females because of that. And that's why I think it's no surprise I created a brand that's so female centric. Mm-hmm. Um, but they also taught me to be, you know, no nonsense. They, they taught me all the bad words, all the things that were going to happen in my body, all, you know, all the things that like guys would expect from me that I should say hell no to. Like they taught me that well before I even knew what was going on. So wow. I think just instilling that kind of maturity, drive, ambition, toughness, all of that. And, and just beautiful feminine power I, I got from all, all four of them, sisters and mom. Wow. That's so cool. And then do you have anyone that you've never met that you're like, that's my diva? Like that. She's oh my lit. God. Like, that's, that's such a good question. So, um, I could think of maybe some famous people, but the one that actually comes to mind is, is my grandma. Irene on my, on my dad's side, I didn't meet her, but she passed when I was quite young, but I, I constantly channel her. And actually my, my maternal grandmother is just like, I I don't know if I really believe in like literal souls up in heaven, but I do just channel their energies of like all the shit they had to go through. Like, you know, being poor in Brooklyn and like working in a factory and being fucking badass and like my Cuban grandmother, like coming here and like making a new life for herself. Like I just think about their toughness and think about, them rooting me on whether it's whether they are literal angels in heaven or whether they are just energies in the air like I know that in some way in this universe they're rooting me on oh that's so beautiful do you feel like you have a um do you feel like you have a connection to the divine or to kind of source energy or to god or whatever you want to call it that is something that I think I need to come back to Mm -mm. I I had it I walked away. I like lost it. And I haven't been able to bring myself to go and, and like do the work, like do the actual meditation and the prayer and all that things to channel it again. So right, right now I'm just living on like 305 cloud, but maybe one day I'll yeah. connect. Mm, girl, I so get it. I, I mean, my God, my like spiritual practice ebbs and flows as well. And there are times where I felt like super close to the divine. And there are times where I feel like so fucking far away from it. It's not even funny. So that's super normal. I mean, I like, I talk about it all the time that as a yoga teacher, like, God, there were like, there was like two years where I just like, didn't ever take yoga class, you know? And I'm like teaching yoga. (laughs) Like I just like, like it's like, nope, I'm all set, but thank you. (laughs) Like, so I totally, totally get it. Um, so besides God, there's so many things. Um, this is such a random question, but for some reason I'm inspired to ask you, what would you say biggest fear talking about when you first started your business and biggest fear now with your business? Biggest fear when I was starting the business was probably, I just had these very like doomsday visions of myself living in a, like a tenement apartment. Like I don't even think that exists in New York anymore, but like tenement apartment, 18th floor, like bars on the windows. The skies were gray. Like I just saw doom. I can't even really express it. I just saw myself being like poor and unfed and nervous and alone and like cat lady. And there was lots of litter boxes and like, it was just oh my of myself. Um, sure. What is my biggest fear now? My biggest fear now is I think more so it's the ever changing just keeping up, you know, I just have to really keep up and know that if like, what happens if the economy changes, what happens if a competitor comes in, what happens if Instagram dies tomorrow and there's like a new cool social media platform. So 
that's, I think more of my fear is that we'll somehow miss the mark along the way. Sure. No, that makes total sense. Slash doesn't make total sense because I know you. Because we're like the coolest <laughs> ever, right? Yeah. No, this this is this is everything. Um, okay, rapid fire run. I'm just gonna ask you this or yes. that. You just let me know which one you like. Um yeah. coffee or tea? Coffee. Introvert or extrovert? Extrovert. Sex or sleep? Sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. Bourbon or wine? Oh gosh, I don't really drink much, so neither. Okay, never, never the matter. Never the matter. We'll stay with coffee. New York or LA? <laughs> Definitely New York. Sorry, guys. No, don't even. It's all good in the hood. Ebook or hard copy? <laughs> hard copy. Come on. I uh, know it's real. Shower or bath? Shower. Totally. Milk or dark chocolate? Not even a question. Dark chocolate all the way. <laughs> Phone call or text? Oh, it depends. Probably text, honestly. Yeah, no, I feel you, girl. Intelligence or humor? Humor all the way. Yes. Okay, last one. Money or fame? Oh, money, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. You are a goddess. Seriously, Sadie, thanks for your time. You're amazing. Thank you, my love. You guys, thank you so much for tuning in today. What an absolute gift. Uh, Please do connect to me. I would love to hear from you. You can find me on Instagram. You can find me on Facebook, um, social media in general at Alexa Silvaggio. And if you do have a second, I would be super grateful if you left us a review on iTunes. Why? Well, because that actually makes us more visible to everyone. And I'm all about spreading the good stuff, right? Spreading the goods, getting the word out because I want us all to benefit. I want us all to feel good. I want us all to thrive. So this is your gentle reminder, my love to go out there and create an epic life. All my love.